I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Yeah. Um, Starring Alice Eden and Rose Montefiore. Oh my god. Oh my god. Um uh how are you this morning? Oh my gosh. So fine. Great. A better than yesterday? Um, no, I reckon no change to be fair. Like I feel like mostly Mm -hmm. the same. I feel like I went for a lovely big walk yesterday, which was nice. Um That's nice. Yeah, that was good. It's good to get out of the house. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, for international listeners, New Zealand had the announcement yesterday that we're going to stay in lockdown for another week, and then we're going to go to slightly less restricted lockdown for a couple of weeks, and then see where we're Not at. Not for us, though, really. No, it's pretty much business as usual for us. But I guess we can online shop now, which, thank God, because yeah. how am I, I going to been online without- shopping. Oh, you have been online shopping. Okay, cool. Yeah, you're addicted. Yeah. You're addicted. I am, I'm fucking addicted, man. I'm buying shit left, right, and center. What are you buying? Oh, oh my God. Just like, I, I bought a polar fleece. <laughs> Fuck. Oh, yeah, you did, eh? You got jealous of Guy Montgomery's polar fleece. Oh, my God. <laughs> this is too much. You should need to stop. I know. This is bad. I know. It's like, maybe one of my, yesterday I brought, um, like, a Whereas little I've been a fucking, um, like, linen. mending old clothes that I've found from my past. <laughs> like a it's fucking... A- pioneer woman i know yesterday i brought like a little linen nighty. <laughs> oh my god i guess we all have to get through the way we need to get through oh, I always linen nighty. I've, I've, got, do... I've got a cotton nighty. i love i love to death whenever i'm in any emotional distress i buy stuff yeah. like which is terrible because it's often i don't have the cash to do it i just do it you know i just make it happen and yeah, then i regret so weird it later you're so financially literate but then yes. you're you're financially literate, literate but fiscally irresponsible. Would yeah. you would you agree with that? I mean, I'm uh, not. That's not to be a diss. No, 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 no. It is. Um, well, yeah, it is. But, yeah. Um, yes, I would agree with that to a certain degree. I've never gotten I, myself in like terrible harm, but I absolutely could have over the last few years saved what much more money than what I have. Also, I want to say that I'm financially illiterate and fiscally responsible. Just to just to oh. be just to be clear, like I'm even worse. I don't know why I'm fucking up. At least you know why that you're being okay. The worst know. purchase I've made. On What's the worst purchase you've made on lockdown? A cardboard standing desk that cost me oh three hundred dollars. Crazy. And like um, I remember, that, I remember when you told me that you bought it, and I was just like, 
cool. Okay. <laughs> I don't know why the fuck I did it. Honestly, I'm never going to fucking use it. <laughs> you described it. Also, you described the purchase with such clear, like such clarity, such like resolve, <laughs> such like confidence in your purchase that you're like, yeah, yeah, I've just bought like a folding cardboard standing desk. Yeah, for $300. <laughs> oh my god oh my god fuck I'm so devil at the fact that I did that truly devil god have you got it yeah I've got it I set it up I said well they set it up in my sister's house and then the next day she had to go into ISO so I haven't um I haven't really had a hoot on it since. I've just been sitting at my parents'. Um, okay, so I got two things from them. I got the cardboard standing desk with the mm-hmm. waterproof top. <laughs> yeah, obviously when you're working outside, you got some spills on the on the desk from your coffee, obviously morning coffee when you're standing at your cardboard desk in your fucking house. <laughs> and, and I also got a um, <laughs> fucking hell, um, a laptop stab which I've actually been using all day, every day, and it's been great. But So I got it because I was, like, getting a sore neck. Yeah, but can always... I just point out, the, the laptop stand was probably, like, what, 40 30, bucks? 30 bucks. Yeah, 30 yeah. bucks. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. So oh, that, was like a, that, was a, that was a good purchase. Yeah. And, and then um, I took If anything, it was a, there was a sacrificial swings. purchase for $300. You needed – it was, nece- it was <laughs> necessary to buy the $300 desk <laughs> in order – to mm-hmm. kind of get the free gift of like the essentially free gift of the laptop stand, which was thirty dollars. Oh, no, no, they weren't. Listen, I the, no, no, no. On Instagram one night, I saw the laptop stand and I thought that's a bit of me, and I bought that, made mm. that purchase. Then right. I got then I got advertised it again, and I thought, oh, let's check out their other products. <laughs> um, that's oh my god! So I've done this before. Thing? I booked I booked flights to the UK. Don't you remember when I did that at like the beginning of um, last year? Where but you uh, needed to go, right? I had a flight. Did I have a flight booked? I basically made a snap decision. I had a fight with someone and I was upset and then I just booked a ticket to get out of the country. I left like a week later. <sighs> Pretty cool and dramatic though. Very cool and dramatic, but also self-destructive. <laughs> yeah, but you know. Still oh. cool and dramatic. Yeah. Um, what's the craziest purchase I've made? Uh, I try. I ordered some sports bras from Kmart. That's essentially it. Yeah. Fuck. You're so good, eh? Uh, no, no. But I, I, I'm, I'm, I've got. I'm in a house, you know, that has everything. Like my nan. It's so funny. She's so amazing. Like she was just like, I was. I've got this little desk kind of like area set up in the, in the lounge. And, you know, and then she will come in with these, like, she's, like, set up some, like, kind of fairy lights around one of the plants. And, and then she'll, like, walk in. She'll be like, do you like these? And I'm like, yeah. She's like, yeah, yeah. I got these up in um, Whangamata. And I was like, yeah, okay. And she's like, yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the, some of the lights aren't working. Oh, maybe I should change the batteries. I'll change the batteries. And I'm like, no, 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 it's fine. I mean, I, li- I just like uh, those green lights are great. She's like, okay, okay. And then she'll, she'll be like, and she'll just, and she'll like, she'll like, uh, she's the best person ever. She, she like, uh, I'll mention that like, I, I need just shoes to, uh, basically I need to walk across the yard to get to the shed where I'm working at the moment. My, mm-hmm. my dinner shed. And, um, I just remarked that like, she, like, you know, I needed shoes to get, you know, some slippers to get there. And I've come back 
from riding in the morning she's like laid out two pairs of like three options of slippers like, well, oh can, my god any of those options of slippers you want she's got everything it's amazing she brought out like three cast iron skillets the other day she was like oh should we season these let's oh. season let's cook these uh, like it's, it's so amazing nice. i went through the deep freeze with her oh my god it's so funny what she's got she's got like mints with like packaging that like is so like is from the mid 2000s <laughs> she's got everything in there she's got venice and she's got schnitzel, wiener schnitzel she's got like um i it's just it's yeah it's amazing it's just she's got a whole beef brisket fucking hell that's so nice i don't know yeah I she's mean, a real uh, organized hoarder and i really appreciate it yeah that's great that's what you want yeah. I uh, I don't like just to clarify like I don't need any of the things I'm buying like it's not because I um and I think this is only recently developed well it's probably st- it's probably started as I started earning more money because when I was broke it uh, you know it wasn't an option mm-hmm. was it mm-hmm. so no. maybe that's the issue this was like some something I never knew would be a problem for me I guess that's a brag <laughs> Yeah, I'm glad you stewed on that for about three minutes while I was telling my story and then still came out of it unhappy with the person that you've you've kind of projected there. No, I think it's... Don't um, get me wrong, I loved your story about your nan being an organized hoarder. Just to clarify, just... I just want to quickly... No, I do that all the time. I do that all the time. I, I was oh. thinking about how I'm representing myself on the podcast and then trying there to write is, the wrong. There is not a single thing I have said on this podcast that I do not regret for one reason or another. Absolutely. No, I, I think it's not like um, it, it's you know you're part of a culture that you know, you know, encourages it. Yeah, definitely. Co- I am covetedness. Um, Oh my god! I sound like my dad. I literally just said covetedness or whatever. No, 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 no. You, you, you do sound like your dad. Um, yeah. But like, uh, I, you're right in that I, I, capitalism is the disease, and I am the symptom. <laughs> Aren't you the sufferer? Nah, absolutely not. I, I, this is mo- well, probably. Yeah, no, you're right. That's a better way of putting it. But I'm really going to stamp down on my spending. No, I'm actually, now. sorry. Capital, like the sufferer is actually the people like making the goods and not getting money. I guess True. The yes, they are. They're you're the proponent. <laughs> you're the. Uh, you're I'm the. the <laughs> the person who's forcing capitalism down people's throats. Basically, yeah. I'm the force sure. feeder. Yeah. True. Yeah. I'm just. Ca- yeah. Capitalism is like is foie gras, and I, I'm force feeding it. I've been thinking about how many f- like flights. I mean, I mean, I was actually thinking about global warming the other day because I was bored of. All right, go off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, you know, let's let's not focus on Corona at the moment. No, I was just thinking about how guilty I feel about all of the flights I've taken. But we've talked same, about this God, yeah. same. I'm not going to travel in the same way anymore. I just can't. Mm. I just can't go back to fucking those habits. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I can. Who knows? <laughs> but you, <laughs> wow. <laughs> Incredible. I don't want to make any big declarations while I'm under duress, you know? Yeah, sure. Absolutely not. You'd hate to do that. This is not a big, this is not a good time to make massive life decisions. That's very true. No, God, My no. friend reminded me of that because I was like to her, you know, I was, I was talking to Emma and she, I was just like, maybe I'll just move home. Maybe I'll just move back to New Zealand. And she was just like, I really don't think you should be making massive life decisions amidst a global pandemic but it's annoying because we're kind of forced to but then also we're forced to make massive decisions but given no confidence in our ability or like reason to do so 
or like, and you know, wh- like, what do you mean by that? Like we've been forced into the, we've been forced into making massive decisions, AKA, you know, coming back straight back to New Zealand or like, you know, you know, mm-hmm. what are you going to do with your life? You know, mm-hmm. what, what does this all mean? But we've also been put in an emotional state of shock and grief globally that renders our ability to make clear headed decisions, um, uh, sort of, um, shaky and, um, you know, unstable. Like, so sure. we're all like gone, we've all gone like a little bit loopy. Yes. And then also forced to make like decisions under those circumstances, which, which are just heightened emotions and, you know, we're all I, I think out. that's true. I do think if you can avoid making big life decisions now, then that's absolutely what you should be doing is avoiding making those big decisions. But I will say this, that whilst everyone is kind of in a panicky state, there's also something extremely clarifying about a crisis. Mm. Don't you think? Like it brings into focus those big decisions and like the elements of those big decisions that you would otherwise be avoiding. I think immediately limit immediate limitation of options is always going to be clarifying though. Yeah. And also, my anxiety is like weirdly reduced a little bit, like mm. because like it's reduced. I by think the a f- lot of people are enjoy uh, enjoying experiencing that. Like it's like it's heightened in some respects. Like I feel like well, I don't feel like anxiety day to day. I mean, more like I'm anxious to see people and to like you know get back to the things I loved about how life was before. But it's anxiety reducing in the sense of like. I like was, you know, especially this year, I was going back and forth so much about what I was supposed to be doing and which country I was supposed to be at. And like, you know, should Mm -hmm. I be doing festivals or comedy shows? Like all of that sort of shit that now when I look at it in retrospect, I'm like, none of that matters. And the fact that I'm not even in a realm where I have to approach that stuff makes me feel. I think none of it matters. No, I feel bad for saying it, but good. No, no, but but don't, I think, I think it would be a, mistake to say none of it matters i think saying none of it matters at this point in time yes that's what i mean yeah yeah i'm not saying that there's like no meaning to anything or or even though i do believe that but like (laughs) i mean more that like in this in the like scope of my life like in the like in the um you, you know like in the realm of the things that are truly important to me that is one of them but it is lower than health or you know like all those other things that kind of come i don't know for me it's put some perspective on some decisions and i and i would hope that going forward i would be able to apply that perspective again i will absolutely absolutely assure you that you will not you will very much forget immediately once your circumstances and the framework of those anxieties change it's just you know it's like you know yeah i'll listen back to this episode you know you won't listen back to this. <laughs> I won't. As a. <laughs> I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash achieve today. I think, um, I think 
I think, uh, I think, yeah, I, th- I think that's true. But I think, I think it goes back to like, I think we've already talked about this. I've like, because we were in a position where we lived in like a world of globalization, international air travel, a travel, like, um, travel, um, uh, endless abundance of goods, you know, at the cost of, to the cost of, 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 you know, many people, you know, AKA. Yeah. Rock rock on capitalism, all that shit. We Mm -hmm. love it. Obviously we love it. Um, (laughs) and standing desk, standing cardboard desk. Um, (laughs) but because we live with the whole massive anxiety within the generation that we exist in was what do we, what do we do with our lives? We feel a pressure to do so much with it. And, um, uh, because the options are endless, it's like, you know, choice paralysis, etc. Yeah. all of that. So then to find yourself in a position where, again, your options are limited and there are only a certain amount of paths that you can be taking and your priorities become more basic, like health and security yeah. and all that stuff and family and that. Um, there is a certain, like, not, it's not like lack of anxiety or calm, but it's like, you're like, oh, okay. I have less options now, so I can just focus on what's in control. Like I'm in control of. I don't know. It's a very bizarre type of calm yeah. that is like actually rooted in like something being taken away from you. But to have the choice, like, I don't know. Maybe it's an incredibly, pri- and it's also it's an incredibly privileged thing to say. Oh, but- absolutely. I mean, options are are a privilege in and of themselves. Absolutely, but then, yeah. but then everything piece pre-coronavirus, which is all millennials basically complaining about burnout and all that shit. Yes, yeah. It's like that is that is that is like uh, that's a um that's because of all of the options we have, all of those expectations because of the options that you have. Um, because I think with those options, you have expectations on what you should be doing as well. So I think the expectations to do shit and be like you know. Yeah, ambitious are like gone now, which are like, yeah, fine. <laughs> you hate that. Mm. I kind of think I love it, like the prospect of. I'm not sure. It might be because I took such a hard turn when I finished uni from the thing that I had been like building up to, that I felt. Then I've kind of done uni all over again by trying to do like, well, not uni, but like trying to do comedy and make that work and prove that it was the right decision for like the last five or six years or whatever Mm. that I've been living in that. And now I just feel like, I don't know, it's less important to me. Not that comedy isn't important. Like it can be, but my anxiety around whether or not I was doing enough and whether or not I was successful enough at it has dissipated a bit. Mm. Who knows how long it'll last or if it's for good or bad. I don't know. But honestly, I just want to get fucking married and have kids and like raise them and like write scripts and live like a nice life where I go to the fucking beach and like um, people don't complain about me because generally I'm not an asshole. Like that's kind of like, my dream at this stage <laughs> what well, this stage it's been your dream like forever <laughs> it's crazy no i don't um, think i've always wanted kids i think i got so wrapped up in like career stuff that i was like no 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 
And that changed over the last year for sure. Wait, say that last thing again. Wanting kids changed over the last year. Right, yeah. Big yeah, time. I, I to and fro to be fair because I'm like, I, uh, I, no, I don't know. I was a hard no. And, and everyone I, says that as soon as you turn 30, uh, you know, but you, something happens. I don't know if it's biological like, like that. No, like social. My, not even then. I think it was, I mean, I don't want to get into it, but I think it was circumstantial. But that's as right. much as I'll say. <laughs> wow. Very coy no, of you. No, I don't know. I just, it's, it's embarrassing to say, you know, but like, okay. yeah. yeah. no, and I would agree it's embarrassing to say. I don't know what it is, but I assume it is. <laughs> um, I, I, uh, I watched a scary, I didn't, I, oh my God, I couldn't get to sleep last night. I, I can't watch scary things. I watched House I don't on, know why you would watch anything Hill, Hill scary. It's like, know yourself, you because, know? No, because I was like, fuck, maybe that's what I need to feel alive something. during <laughs> oh like, yeah, I don't want to feel, I want to feel, I want to feel something. And if it's deeply terrified, then maybe that's cool. Like, and what was the result? Not very good. Like I did, I, it was this Netflix show haunting on, at Hill House, which is a really good show, but it's like I'm already I already get sleep paralysis anyway sometimes, mm-hmm. and I get horrible dreams. And I didn't see I didn't have any nightmares last night, but I just woke up every hour, yeah, expecting to have a nightmare when I went back to bed. Oh gosh! And so then I was like, yeah, it was really bad. But then then part of a fucking fucked up part of me feels like God. At least if I have disorderly sleep that's at least something interesting going on at the moment. I'm Hold like, on. that's it's a bit of variety, you know? What, to have a bad sleep? Yeah. Like, no, oh, that's not the variety you sleep. want. Well, kind of. No, I don't think so. I think sleep is like the most important thing in the world to how you feel. Don't fuck with your sleep. Get variety somewhere else. Like, I don't know, like fucking get into kickboxing. <laughs> I don't get into kickboxing. Why not? Give it a go. I feel so like, like low on in like on, on motivation. Probably the yeah. lowest I've ever found in my entire life for motivation. Yeah, that's anything. interesting. Do you think you're depressed? Well, yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> no shit. It's so think, weird think... to me. Oh, yeah, sorry. Go yeah. on. No, because you, usually I'm I'm like, I don't know. It's really hard to, I was describing it to my friend. Well, it's hard to, uh, well, actually I was talking to our mutual friend, um, Toby, the other day. Mm-hmm. And, um, and saying that, he was saying, you know, it's kind of, it must be the, the first time in like 10 years where I'm not actively like, for a amount of time, I'm not thinking or actively working on something in a writing capacity. Mm. I don't know. Like, and I was like, maybe it is. Cause it's like, I don't know. But you are like, kind of, I mean, we are supposed to be writing a show. I mean, that like lingers. Yeah. Let's not talk about that. But yeah, but yeah. Oh, you don't um, want to talk about that. No, 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 <laughs> oh, you don't want talk. me to bring it up. <laughs> Am I about to find no. out I'm fired? <laughs> it's, yeah. Let's well, um, take that offline. Um, <laughs> no, I, uh, I just think, no, I think I was describing to my friend the other day of like, it's really hard to um 
I think there are two like when you're you do write like you're a writer or whatever or you make stuff like that's the most wanky thing I've ever said. But uh, when you you I some some writers are like can go inside themselves to to create a world or something mm-hmm. or something, and then definitely when you maybe perform as well, you have to like uh fucking experience the outside world and see other people and then you take things from an outside world and then kind of uh, interpret that and then turn it into something else. And I mean, I guess both things do that to a degree, but I always, it makes me feel like I, there's nothing to bounce light off to make color (laughs) at the moment. Do you know what I mean? And it's like, that's, that's a requirement. That's what makes anything. And it's like, it feels like you're in a vacuum where like, you can't it's impossible to get output out of such a lack of input well it's like who is it who used to talk about stand-up about like you can't just relentlessly be doing comedy because then you have nothing to generate ideas from like you have to live a life and Mm. it's kind of the same in this like it's hard to create comedy when you're relentlessly doing nothing so yeah. it's like, what do you have to comment on or to notice or like what breaks up your day that like sparks your brain or whatever, you know, like all of yeah. that shit becomes a lot harder. Also, especially if you do like, but like your comedy's rooted in like observations or whatever. Yeah. Which I mean, I think, I think all thing comedy is weird I mean, in, in a way. But, but like, my it's comedy like everyone's, is, it's rooted just in observations everyone's about ex- me. <laughs> a lot of people's experiences just, you know, there's a very there's a lot of people having different experiences, but we are all ex- currently experiencing the results of the same thing. thing. Yeah, and that makes it so boring to create. <laughs> you know, like everyone's take on shit is so boring. Like content is so boring. <laughs> this podcast is so boring. Hence, why will we be the last? No, um, we're not canceling it today. Yeah, not today. Um. I don't know. I don't know. I just feel, I do feel, I think I feel a bit, um, I think my, uh, normal anxiety has been replaced with sort of, um, existential angst. No, I no, no. I don't think I have existential angst anymore. Like, I, I think that's the th- one thing that existential anxiety is gone. Yeah. Right. And it's right, more right. like, it's more like, like, um, just like, feel like you're in a, you know, groundhog day again, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. What is there to live for? <laughs> There's so much to live for. There's I so much so. to live for. I'm so surprised. I'm so surprised by. I've had obviously everyone has moments. I think where you, if you look too far into the future or you see it stretched too far out in front of you, you get you know you feel depressed or you feel nervous or you feel anxious or like <clears throat> any one of those things. And I've had low moments like that. But overall, I'm in terms of I'm I'm surprised by how optimistic I feel about the mm-hmm. outcome of this virus. Well, I don't honestly, know. I mean, I mean obviously, it, it, th- both positions like th- there is nothing we've said. I mean, <laughs> if I ever listened to old episodes of this, we were talking Gosh. about like you know, there's no, there's kind of like unless it's foolishness and it leads you to your uh, to harm, optimism is kind of free. And doesn't cost you anything and kind of results in like a more positive outlook, which just day to day improves your life. Yeah. Rather I think than, that, you know, it's just, I, it's, I think that's true. Even if I, you're wrong. 
The danger of optimism, right, is that you get to be optimistic because of the position you're in and you forget, and you don't fully appreciate like the shitty position other people are in or you or, yeah. or it makes also, you complacent. Yeah, you're yeah. unrealistic or you're complacent or whatever. But I I I I do I have w- lately been wondering. I wonder if I'm secretly an optimistic person. You are a, definitely an optimistic person, but a cynic maybe or something. I don't know. Wow, but, you're going to write that on your um, locker. <laughs> oh my God, I've never yeah. been more embarrassed. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm no, a bitch. It's so important. It's so it's important so, that honestly, you do so that to me. at a time like this, we have to take each other to task. No, on it's so important. So funny. But I love it though. Rock on. I, I love it. <laughs> God. I, I just well, want to crawl into a hole and die. <laughs> it's good. It's a good thing. It's a good uh, thing. Because well, I've essentially just been like, I literally said the phrase, what is there to live for? Like, I'm no better. Yeah. I'm but a I pessimist. I, yes, I'm an yeah. ambitious pessimist. Yes. Yeah. 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 I and like an optimistic be- cynic. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> This podcast is over. It's ending, it's ending, it's ending. I can't carry on with the conversation. Fucking rock on. Oh my god, oh my god, I've got my feel sick in my tummy. Oh my god. Okay, well, I think that's enough time for today. Bring, bring. No. (laughs) Bring, bring. Oh my bring, god! Bring. I think you better answer that. Okay, bring bring. Uh, hello, hi. Uh, you're on the line with Alice. Um, hey, hey. Um, sorry, I just uh, Alice. Hi. Yeah, hi. Who's this? Hey, um, it's uh, it's Dylan. Um, Dylan. I go to. I don't know if you know me. I'm I'm in sixth form. Uh, <laughs> we're in science together. Uh, um, nah, I just like um, nah, this is crazy. Like, I know that uh. You know, you're probably busy and stuff. I just, I kind of, is, is your locker in the tech block? Um, <laughs> is that your locker in the tech block that, um. Um, yeah. Which one? I don't know, yeah. Which it's one the are you one talking with, um, about? I think it's the one with, it's like engraved on it. Um, no, no. Uh, with a compass. It says, uh, I don't know. It's, I don't know. This is crazy. Like I just thought, like I saw her and I was like, is that Alice? Because she's kind of got this like <laughs> rock and roll attitude, like in science. But, wow. I really wish I knew what Dylan was going to say. I think he, I think you knew him from school, maybe. <laughs> oh my god, I'm so embarrassed. Fuck, I get picked on a lot, but I think I love it. You are the per. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm laughing privately to that because because like you are the person who gets picked on a lot. Yeah, but you are also the person who complains about getting picked on a lot. <laughs> Like I've never heard anyone like I don't actually haven't heard any adults complain about getting picked on. <laughs> so I don't know what came first. I think it, you perpetuate getting picked on by complaining about it. And people oh my go, God. Oh yeah, we could pick on Alice. That's a, that's a good Ugh. point. I think it, I think it's because I have an alpha energy, so I'm an easy target. No one ever feels bad about it. Sure, and you know you can believe whatever you like. Um, no, that's, and that's, I stand um, by that, and that's why I remind people that it happens to me a lot because I think you know there's only so much one person can take. 
god. You have gone off the deep end there. Um, oh, okay. well, thanks so much for tuning in. Remember to send your emails to bottles of the heart at gmail.com and we'll do our best to address some of those tomorrow on the pod. Yeah, we will do that. Um, uh, have a great day. Bye. See you later. Bye, guys. Bye. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.